April 29th, which is a great date because I don't think there could possibly be more coverage about the NFL draft that's been going on for two months. We are, you know, starving for sports and positive things. And tonight you have the NFL draft. It is April 29th. I am Darren Kunis back joining us this evening after playing 186 holes of golf uh, is the legendary basketball coach Dick O'Neill. Um, Tom Giordano, across with a Middletown Minis Section 9 championship shirt on. So uh, that's Class A. Um, Double A. I always said that the uh, key to the Middletown season was the addition of Tom Giordano. <laughs> and our crack producer, Thomas Giordano. Alongside me also, uh, sitting next to me, is the our draft guru, Dylan Price. Dylan, uh, you could find Dylan... Uh, on a podcast called Ambitious with Dylan Price. And what's your Twitter handle? Uh, Dylan Price 27. Or at Dylan Price 27. He's going to do the first round of the NFL draft, and you will see tomorrow. No sense in even watching it later tonight. So, Dylan, thank you for coming in. Um, before we get to the draft, Dick, later on in the show, we will talk about Jacob DeGrom, who lost another one nothing game. Yeah. Unbelievable. We'll talk about the Knicks winning ten of their last eleven. Unbelievable. We'll talk about. We'll talk plenty of sports. Obviously, the big story is one of the Paul brothers is fighting Floyd Money Mayweather. That should be a fun night. But there's a lot to talk about. But I want to start with the NFL draft. Dylan, thank you for making the trip down. Right now, um, let's start here. The Jets are on the clock. So number two. I'm sorry. The, the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. My apologies. So starting number one, if they don't go Trevor Lawrence, I think I would probably be astonished and turn the television off. It seems like it's written in the cards and he's had the playbook for months, and it's all but a guarantee Lawrence goes one in my eyes. And then we go to number two. So going to number two, the New York Jets. has a lot of interest here in New York, the New York Jets. Yes. They traded Sam Darnold. Uh... Where do the Jets go? Is it that I believe that one's also an obvious one. Yeah, that one's all but locked, and I think it's been locked since the uh, Jets group went down to Provo to see Wilson throw. I think that it's been a lock since then, and he is going to be uh, the Jets' new quarterback. That's Zach Wilson from Brigham Young. I guess the bigger question is who's their quarterback going to be next year. All right, all right. <laughs> then we go to Atlanta, and things could start getting interesting here. No, we go to San Francisco. Right, I was going to go to Atlanta, but we go to Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, eventually I was getting to San Francisco. The 49ers, 49ers still have Garoppolo on the on the roster. What are they doing? Until probably three hours, four hours ago, I thought this was all but certain to be Mac Jones. Um, I did my quarterback rankings. I had Lance three, and I think Lance goes three. I think Trey Lance ends up being the pick. Trey Lance. And what happens to Garoppolo? He's a backup. He's tradable. Um, he, he is an asset. I mean, he's, he's got he's proven he could play. I I think Garoppolo sticks around as the starter at least for the first eight games, and then I think they let Trey sit. I think they're going to let him learn the offense behind Garoppolo, mature a little bit, um, more as a pro, not as a person. The big draw with him has been his maturity, but I think that. It's going to be a sit back and kind of watch here, like a Mahomes had to do with uh, like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers too. But suppose, suppose Garoppolo stays healthy and is successful. 
Well, that team, I mean, there was a lot of injuries last year. Oh, yeah. No, it's right? never and, a bad thing to have a great quarterback. Oh, I mean, they, they have a Super Bowl player. They, they, they have do. a Super Bowl caliber team. Garoppolo, if, if he's winning games, there's no rush to bring Trey Lance in. He gets to learn the system. And, and like I said, it's very similar to Aaron Rodgers' scenario where you still had Favre there. You could sit back learn from, you know, a Hall of Famer. Not saying Garoppolo is a Hall of Famer, but he is a very good quarterback when he's – when he's healthy and, and with a good team around him, it's an ideal situation for them. Yeah, I think it's a good mentor for him. Okay, so Lance goes to the 49ers. Now we're going to go to Atlanta where things <laughs> could get a little interesting. Um, you know, Matt Ryan's still there. They have a lot. Listen, these teams that are drafting early obviously have a lot of holes to fill. <laughs> where does Atlanta go? Um, I have them going with Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida. Um, I think that if the offer is good enough, they'll trade down, but I don't see anybody coming up to four to draft anybody there, um, particularly a quarterback. So I would say that they end up with Pitts and pairing him with potentially Julio if Julio doesn't get traded, and Calvin Ridley is going to be a nice weaponry for uh, Matt Ryan. I think if they draft Pitts, it increases the chance that Julio is gone. I agree. I think they would be comfortable with Pitts. Then who's going to protect Ryan, though? That's the deal. Don't they need some offensive linemen in that? Listen, we just said every one of these teams have holes, so they'll have to do it later in the the draft. Mm -hmm. Cincinnati's interesting. You want to protect Burrow, but if Jamar Chase is out there, in my opinion, familiarity with him, um, I think Chase has the highest ceiling of any wide receiver in this draft. Where does Cincy go? Do they go Sewell or do they go? and get him another weapon. You know, smart money goes that they go offensive line, whether that be Slater or Suell, that would be the move I think a lot of general managers would make. But I think that Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they lit it up at LSU. To reunite that, a potentially abbreviated offseason again with COVID, I think there's going to be the timing already kind of down, familiarity there. I think they would do pretty well. I think they go Jamar Chase from LSU. Miami, they're on the clock. And the Dolphins, again, a lot of holes. Do they trust Tua? Are they going? Could they possibly go Mac Jones? I think that they go another Alabama product. Um, my tone and has kind of changed about them here. I think they go Devonta Smith, the wide receiver. Over, J- over Waddle. I think they go over Waddle. I think this is my big, bolder pick of the first 10, I guess. And it's more just because they spent a week with him at the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. They got to really see how he plays, see how his body works, and the big story has been his frame. We talked about it a lot. The problem yep. with him is that he'd have to be an outside receiver. But I think they're okay with that, and I think they're okay taking that bet. And they also have the pick at 18, so they can get another hole filled there. So they're in a good spot. You know, I got a, just a question there. Tua, everybody's talking down Mac Jones because he had – two all-pro, uh, all-American all wide receivers, two running backs. But people forget, Tua had four pro-wide, all-American all wide receivers, two all-American running backs, yeah. and they're talking Jones down. Yeah. You know, that doesn't it's, make sense. It's funny when we doesn't, pick it, doesn't make, when we want yeah, to address does, that, yeah. right? Yeah. doesn't make sense. Selective reasoning. Yes. Yeah. yes. Okay. Now, after Miami, wait, it goes Detroit. Where are the Lions going? I think they go best player available here, and that's going to probably see well. Yeah, I think that that's where they end up going. That's where I have them in my mock. I think they go with him. I just think it's a best player available spot where they have so many holes that filling one of them here and getting a franchise left tackle and Sewell is going to be a good move. Gotcha. Now here's something absolutely crazy. 
talking about the lottery and the Patriots have the ninth pick in the draft, correct? Uh, no. No. The Broncos. Yeah, they have the 12th pick no. in the draft, I think. No, 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 no. The Patriots are eight. The Panthers. No, they're not. What am I looking at? I don't know, but they're not eight. Yeah, well, you skipped one. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, seven. Panthers are eight. Uh, Panthers, you Panthers left the Panthers out. Yeah. Yes. Lions are seven. Panthers okay. Are eight. Panthers, where are the Panthers going? I think the Panthers uh, are a potential trade down spot. Um, I think they actually, so the Patriots would be a potential trade up here to see Justin Fields or Mac Jones possibly falling. They move up and grab them. I think that they end up trading down actually with either Philadelphia or New Orleans. Um, they're saying New Orleans is trying to break into the top 10, and I think they'll try to trade down with one of them and one of those two teams maybe move up for a uh, corner. Okay, so the Panthers you don't think go quarterback because of Sam Darnold? No, I think that they were pretty adamant this week that they were going to So if they them. don't trade, where do they pick? Who I think this will be another best player available thing. I think they'll go either Rashawn Slater. Um, I don't think they'll go Waddle because they have a good receiver crew right now, but I think this could be a Slater or maybe even a Micah Parsons landing spot. So you're going to go Slater. We'll give you two there, Micah Parsons. Now let me get myself in order here. That was the uh, – we did the Lions. We did the Panthers. Now it's the Broncos. Now it's the Broncos. And, the listen, the Broncos couldn't pick a quarterback if it was an all-quarterback draft. Where are the Broncos going? Yesterday they went out and grabbed Teddy Bridgewater for a sixth-rounder. And presumably you'd think that would take them out of the quarterback race. I think they go Mac Jones here. I just think that if they – have him in their hindsight right there. I think they take the shot at him. And they, a quarterback room of Mac Jones, Drew Locke, and Teddy Bridgewater is three guys who could be starters. And I guess you set them up and see who wins the job. But okay. I don't know if it's the smartest decision, but I think it could be the way they go. Okay. You don't think the Patriots are going to try to trade up? Well, I we'll, think, go to, we'll, we'll, we'll do trades after. We'll yeah. do some trades oh, after. Okay. Um, so we, okay, so we did the Broncos. Where am I now? Cowboys. Cowboys. Uh, I think they go Patrick Sertain. I think it's pretty clear cut here. They're going to go their best corner on the board, whether that's J.C. Horn. I think it's Patrick Sertain, and you pair him up with uh, their first rounder last year, Trayvon Diggs from Alabama, two former Alabama products back there uh, running things for Dallas. I am dying to see what the Giants do at 11. Listen, here's my opinion on the Giants. If I hear the following names called, I'm okay with it. If I hear them call Micah Parsons, if I hear them call Rashawn Slater, if I hear them call Jalen Waddle, I'm okay with those three guys. I'm also okay, I think, but I think maybe you could trade down and get this uh, Kai Petey, the Michigan edge rusher. Oh, Quiddy Pay. Quiddy Pay. Am I wrong with those names? No, I think those are going to be the names that are in discussion there, especially based on the way this board's kind of fallen. Um, I had them going with Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive lineman from USC. Isn't that a little early for him? Um, not as early as you'd think. His stock's been rising. I heard Jordan Renan of the uh, NFL or ESPN Giants reporter. Um, he said that he thinks they could be a landing spot for him, but I think if Slater's on the board, it'd be hard to turn down that versatility. So I think they'll go a line. Tucker right. or Slater. Yeah. A couple of things I saw. They were thinking about Horn from South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, they got Horn. I, I think they go Waddle there if he's on the board. Yeah. I, I think they just finish I think up. they give him another weapon, I think. That's what I think, too. I, th I think. Well, another I, weapon I is also, also a good offensive lineman. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I think they're I think they were happy with the way the line progressed last year. They got some guys in the room. Um, they got a little depth there. You could always use a really good one like Slater, but I think if Waddle's there, it's a no-brainer for the Giants. They got a lot of good options there. They're gonna, yeah, eleven. They're they're gonna get a good eleven this they're year. Get a good they're getting Brian's someone good. They're gonna get a good yeah. Yeah. It's one of those drafts where sometimes you look at eleven and you're going, yeah, yeah. "Man, we're gonna have to settle for a position because the Giants are." Yeah. infamous for best yeah. available player, right? Mm-hmm. So if their guy's not there, they'll just take the best pick. And a lot of times they end up duplicating positions and then they cause they cause their own problems yeah. in the locker room because you just drafted a guy to compete with a guy that you know is can play that position. So well, the thing of it is, there's so many, in a different draft year, there's so many good wide receivers out there in college that half of them would be in the, in, yeah. in, all in the, in the in four first rounders. Yeah. Now a bunch of them are going to fall in the second round. Yeah, I mean you're going to get, you're going to get a great, you're going to get a great receiver in the second round. Oh, absolutely. I, I think. I have seen. Listen, I have seen uh, Micah Parsons drop all the way down to the bottom of the first round. I've also seen him go in the top ten. So let's stay where we are. And everybody loves the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> Who are the Eagles taking at twelve? I think they go corner here. Whether or not they trade up to make a move, I think that's kind of the route they'll take So that's J.C. Horn if he's available? Yeah, I mean, Jalen Waddell falling this far is still something that's surprising to me. But, I mean, he could be the odd man out. Or Devontae Smith in this case. I think wide receiver's potential here, but I think they'll go J.C. Horn. Okay. Yeah, I think they want to trade up. I just don't know if they're willing to give up what's necessary to trade up. And it also depends – who gets taken in their first five or six? Right? If they if, if they could trade up to eight and get and get Waddle, I think they might do that. But that's not a bad spot for them either. You know, 10, 11, 12, you're still getting a really good player. San Diego Chargers, every year it seems like they're a team on the come. They got their quarterback. They have a good wide receiving core. Where are the Chargers going? This is where I would say Rashawn Slater. Lasts. I agree. Yeah, this it's is. I mean, Slater line. doesn't last past this. No, and Slater's a guy who last time I was here, I talked about is probably my top lineman on the board. So I'm going to go Slater or Tucker, whoever's yeah. available. It's going to be one the of opposite the two. of whoever the Giants take, in my opinion. There, and I think that either way, they get a great offensive line. Alex Smith retires. Washington uh, really doesn't have a quarterback. Um, is could Justin Fields come off the board right here? Um. Can they take another Ohio State quarterback? <laughs> How many quarterbacks can these guys take and just not pan out? I it could could, uh, could, uh, could they go quarterback here? I think they. It's hard. I if I think they have to. If Justin Fields is staring the Washington football team in the face, I think it's going to be hard to turn him down. But yes, I yeah. could see them going Tevin Jenkins, the this offensive lineman there. Here we I go. mean, if Trey Lance falls Where? to them, oh, okay. He, you know, if the Niners don't take Lance, so you, th- you do think Washington goes quarterback? Yeah, I think um, Justin Fields is going to be the guy that's going to be there, or I, the kid from Florida. I but think that's early. I think there's a chance he trades up, or they trade up and make a move for him to try to jump the Patriots. Um, otherwise, I think that they might not get Fields if the Patriots can nab him up. So that's the only contingency on Fields there. Otherwise, I think they go. Fields if he's looking him in the face. Carolina Panthers um, with another pick here. Am I right? I think this is this is picking. where this is uh, the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. That'd be oh, there was a yeah, trade. Yeah, if they were to make that trade. Yeah, that so would, that's yeah. a projected trade. Yeah, the projected trade. Um, this is actually a trade I think could happen. I think oh, the Panthers 
the Panthers could make a move here down to fifth or move down to 15 for him to move up. Um, if the Patriots are on the board of 15, this is the same thing. If Justin Fields is there and nobody moves up to take him, I think this is their their time to shine. I think Justin Fields ends up being the pick. Otherwise, I think they go Michael Parsons and best player available. Okay. Who obviously let's use yours because this hasn't been updated. <laughs> Who's picking at fifth at sixteen? So sixteen is the Arizona Cardinals, and I okay. think this is a dream scenario for them. They get Jalen Waddle. I mean. If they can not have to move up for a guy that they supposedly covet, this is the dream scenario. So you can see Waddle slipping all the way to 16. It's going to be Waddle or Smith. One of the two Bama receivers falls. Okay. 17, the Raiders. Uh, Zaven Collins, linebacker, Tulsa. I think it comes down to either a Wusu Kumar or uh, him here, and I think that they like – I think Collins has more flexibility. He's very good in coverage. He's also a very good tackler overall. And then I think he's got that pass rushing ability that Owusu does not necessarily have. So that's Zavin Collins to the Raiders. Yes. Now, I show Miami picking again. Yep, Miami is up here, and this is where Quiddy Pay goes. I think that uh, he needs a little refinement as a pass rusher, um, but I think if anybody's going to teach him well, it could be Brian Flores. Quiddy Pay, that's a good draft by the fish. Yeah, if they could walk out with Pay and uh, Smith, or even in this case, if you swap Waddle, that's a hell of a draft for them. The Minnesota Vikings, who were definitely underachieved last year. Yeah, uh, I I think they go offensive line Christian Derisaw. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's a no-brainer. Whatever the best offensive lineman's left yeah. there, I think they take, unless something ridiculous drops down the board. Yeah, as far as a skill guy. Darisaw has a lot of flexibility, too. He's tackle. He can be a uh, guard, too. Wherever they need him, he's going to fit, and he's somebody who can keep Kirk Cousins upright. Dub Bears. Uh, Greg Newsom, cornerback, Northwestern. I think they keep the uh, Illinois product in state. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's got great length. He's a good press corner, and they uh, got rid of Fuller. So there's an opening there for sure. 21, we go to the Colts. Uh, this is my favorite edge rusher in the class, uh, Jalen Phillips. I think they go Phillips here. Uh, pretty good talent. Um, All about the U. Yeah, it's a Miami pick here. You'll see another one right after this, but uh, I like him a lot. Uh, he has some concussion issues, but I think he would fit really well in that Eberflus defense with uh, Darius Leonard and Bobby Okariki. I mean, they, they could go O-line there too because yeah. – uh, Costanzo just retired, so yeah. And Tevin Jenkins would be if uh, if the Redskins right, don't make Jenkins a move. Jenkins yeah. could be there. Um, they could even go. Um, they could go. Who else is there at tackle? I mean, Dylan Raduns from North Dakota. He could be there too. So, I mean, maybe they make that move because that's a hole that they gotta fill. But um, Jalen Phillips is really, really good. If they could nab him, that's a success. Twenty-two is the tight. It's tough for me. Um, it's between edge and tackle here. I've gone back and forth a lot. Um, they lost Nico Autry and Jadavian Clowney, but they also whiffed on a lot of their tackles choices and other than Taylor Luan, and they lost uh, – Corey Davis. Well, they lost Corey Davis, a receiver, so they have a hole there. Um, but I believe they pick again at the back. Oh, no, they don't actually. Um, I think they go Gregory Rousseau, and they go back-to-back picks from the U. I was he dropped. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it's he's very split because he opted out. The thing with Phillips and the difference between Phillips and Rousseau, because I am a Miami guy, Rousseau opted out. Yeah, Phillips had an injury. Phillips is a little injury prone. A little bit, but if he stays healthy, he's a hell of a player. 
Absolutely. A lot of these guys are talking down these guys that opted out because yeah. they don't really have good tape on them. You know, The New York Jets with their second pick in the first round, assuming they keep it. Um, I think it's hard not to go offensive line here and go with either Dickerson or Humphrey, but I've heard they have a first-round grade, um, a top-ten grade on Aziz Ojolari from I was going to ask you about him. And I think that they nab him up here. I mean, if he doesn't go at 22 to the Titans and he's still there. Yeah, because there's a chance him. he could go a, a little bit in front of them, right? Yeah, he's got great, great speed, bend. If he can develop a little more as a pass rusher, he could be one of the top, if not the top, pass rusher from this class. Ben Roethlisberger is coming back. The Steelers, you know, great up, great thing. Is this where Najee Harris could go? This is where Najee Harris goes in my mock. I think that I would not do it. I don't think it's the smartest move this early. Mm-hmm. But he's, I agree with he's you. a hell of a there, talent. There must be some chirping going on because a lot of people are now jumping yeah. on that Najee to, to Pittsburgh. You know, and then you got the Harris, the Franco Harris, Najee Harris kind of thing. So it makes kind of sense for the, you know, like, you're throwing well, a name well, now, out now there. You're in the back where you may have to start taking the best athlete, regardless of position. And, and, and Najee Harris, I mean, I mean yeah, you yeah, line him up with anybody. Right, he's, right. He might be the best athlete. That's he's a hell of an athlete. I know a lot of people are right. – he yeah. was projected to go earlier, but a lot of people were nervous because he ran a 4-6 in the 40. But how much does the 40 truly, truly matter? And Still running back. Yeah. Who's 6'2", 230. Yeah. Right? Like 6'2", yeah. 230, and he runs, and he runs a 4-6. I don't need him to break hundred yard no, runs no, all the time. Not at all. Yeah. And he doesn't get hurt. Right. He, he just yeah. has a bank to it. And, and, and we've seen what he can do if right. the defender's in his way. He'll yeah. leap over you. He'll right. run you over. Right. He's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you have picking at twenty five? The Jags. I think yeah. So I have the Jags here. I think they go for another uh, another weapon around Trevor. And I shocked myself this morning when I was putting this together on the podcast. I think they go ETN. I think that the idea of Lawrence well, so and ETN go back to back. running Clemson. Up to uh, or down to Florida, I think it's a move that they look to make. See, I thought they would go. They have two good running backs, right, Jack Jacksonville? They have James Robinson, yeah. but I think that it's Etienne has a lot of he has a lot of potential as a pass oh, catcher. Oh, he's, he's a hell of a player. Well, no, he's not. not he's not somebody that you can. Pitch but I don't know if that's a need yeah. for them as well. I right. yeah. I would say based yeah. on if you're looking, Rashad Bateman's my next receiver. Well, that that's what I was going to ask. So. It's between Bateman and Etienne. I would say Etienne's just got flexibility as a pass catcher. That you, James Robinson was a great running back last year, but he can't catch the ball as well as oh, no. Etienne can. Yeah. And I think they'd complement each other and have probably the best backfield. Well, it was Bateman in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, he was good. The was Cleveland good Browns now are on the clock. And before we get to their pick, is Odell Beckham Jr. a member of the Cleveland Browns next year? Or is he someone that's moved? I think he's still a member of the Browns. Because of his contract. Yeah. One, who's going to take him? Exactly. And two, I I think deep down they like him there. At least his teammates like him. What do the the Browns do? I have them going Owusu Kamara here. I think that he's another good piece that they just add into that defense. And, you know, last offseason they spent a lot of money on bringing in offensive pieces, even the offseason before with Odell. And then – this season, they've put a lot of effort into that defense. They build the backside with a lot of uh, talent, and now I think that they go for a good linebacker here. And you know, you've Clowney and Miles Garrett. I think that's a good spot for them. that defense. Yeah, is yeah, a yeah. hell of yeah. a team, and yeah. Owusu is a good player. They could be. They could have the number one defense in the NFL. Yeah, they yeah. They, they could be scary. And then the yeah. offense yeah. isn't shabby. Yeah, not at all. No. Twenty-seven is the Baltimore Ravens, and you know, you're reading a lot of 
crazy things. Lamar Jackson is up to be extended. And there actually I've seen comments, not by reporters, but out of front office in Baltimore, that if we can get a quarterback that's very good for four years, we'll move on after four years and find another one before we pay him because they'd rather pay other people and surround that. But I don't see how the Ravens can find a quarterback here unless they make a big move up. No. But do they – is there a possibility they tinker with the Florida quarterback? I don't think so. I actually don't see – I mean, maybe I'll probably be proven wrong here, but I see Kellen Mond probably going before Trask. Okay. Um, Would they so, go Kellen Mond? I don't think so. I don't. I think that they've got holes, a receiver. And, I mean, they added Sammy Watkins. When Brown's on the field, Marquise Brown is a hell of a player. But I think you go Rashad Bateman from Minnesota here. I think he's a really, really and good And I think player. that's a steal at 27. I think it's a really, really great That's what I was talking about, them wide receivers in the bottom of the first round and the top of the second yeah. round. Yeah. No more Drew Brees in New Orleans. Um, they're going to go – here's where I have Farley going. I can't believe he'd last this long. No? <sighs> There's been a lot made about that back issue. Okay. Uh, if he didn't have a back like a piece of, piece of plywood, he would probably go within the top ten. I I put them with Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State. Um, good corner. That's where he's hell going. Hell of a talent. I, it hurts not to put Farley in the first round. I have him falling out of the first round in my mock, but I think a lot of people are concerned about it. So uh, Samuel. Yeah, that back back procedure last month. Yeah, so that I mean that. Yeah. I mean, if, he, if he's healthy last month, month, yeah, that's oh, that's problem. If he's sure. healthy, it's a no brainer. Yeah, of course. That's by the steal of the draft. Yeah. But I mean, at that number twenty eight, and, and yeah. no tape, no recent tape. But the thing is, out. if he's healthy, right? If, if, he's healthy, if is yes. a big word, right? Yeah. The Green Bay Packers now. Now they drafted a quarterback last year in Love out of Utah mm-hmm. State. Um, there are reports that Rodgers may not play again in Green Bay. Um. I mean, there's no quarterback at 29 you're taking. First no, of all, you're not, not replacing all. Aaron Rodgers. And if they no. are, they, I guess they felt pretty confident drafting Love last year. Yeah, true so where do, the, where do the Packers go here? I have them. See, I had Bateman going there. So I have them going Elijah Moore of Ole Miss. He's a lot of people's he's wide good. receiver five. I He's not my wide receiver five, but I think he's got Elijah enough Smith? buzz. Elijah Smith? Elijah Moore. I think he's got enough buzz to go into the first round. <laughs> and I think that he's – they get a weapon for Rodgers or Jordan Love if Rodgers gets his supposed way and ends up out of Green Bay. Uh, Buffalo Bills. I think they go Eric Stokes, corner of Georgia. They got a lot of really good players in that defensive backfield, but Stokes was a hell of a defensive back last year for that Georgia team. Had one of the lowest opposing QBRs in all of football. So you're going Stokes over Campbell because that's his teammate too, Yeah, right? I, I like Stokes better than Campbell. I, I think they're and they're both Campbell's not going to be far behind. If, no, if Stokes goes there, Campbell could come off the board. Campbell will be one of the in first the next picks four or five the, uh, picks in yeah. the second round. Baltimore Ravens. Um, I I've gone back and forth on it a lot. This morning I actually went um, Creed Humphrey, but I went Landon Landon Dickerson ended up being the pick here. He's the offensive lineman from Alabama. Um, they have holes on that offensive line with retiring. I have the Giants taking him in the second round, so. I yeah. guess he's Dickinson. not going to make it. Yeah. I think he's got a late first-round grade by a lot of teams. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes sooner than this. Um, I actually could see him going to the Jets here or at 23. So if he ends up going here, I think it's a good pick for Baltimore. The final pick in the first round goes to the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. I've heard a lot of hype in the last week or so about maybe Kellen Mond goes here. Maybe they go and get Brady's uh, successor. I don't buy it yet. I think they go Jason Oa, the edge 
from uh, Penn State. Penn State. Freak athlete. I think he would be a uh, Why is Jason Owa dropped so much? Because he didn't have the sack numbers. He wasn't productive at Penn State um, on the stat sheet. But, I mean, you watch a game. He's a freak athlete. Hell of a player. And we will, a couple guys like that. We're going to continue with Dylan as soon as we get back. 845-313-0561. But we'll be back with Dylan Price. Continuing with the draft. You know, it's funny, as a Giant fan, and, you know, the draft is being held in Cleveland, so you won't have a tremendous amount of Giant fans there. But if Waddle is on the board when the Giants pick, or Devontae Smith is on the board, mm -hmm. and the Giants announce Elijah Vera Tucker, you're going to hear a smattering of boos. Yeah. But honestly, he comes in and starts day one. Oh, yeah. Plug-and-play guy. Yeah, he's a plug-and-play guy that... He helps Daniel Jones. He helps Saquon Barkley. He oh, helps yeah. all these guys. So I'm not going to be crazed if they take him. You guys, your thoughts? Uh, they're, sitting, they're sitting pretty. They have they have options, and it just all comes down to who is available at that there. point. Right. Right. What team is going to be the most aggressive that needs to make a move? It's hard to pinpoint one team. One I mean, make a move like trade up? Trade up. Then, who, who, what team is it the – Washington team that says we have to get a quarterback, we're moving up? I think you're going to see maybe the Eagles jump around tonight, not for a quarterback, but probably for something else. Saints might be active too. And then there's going to be a surprise team. Maybe it's Washington. Maybe it's Chicago. I mean, they're happy with Dalton right now. I think New England usually never does anything. And coming off of they, the season they, they had, I think I, they might. I think they're going to do something. That's you. We mentioned it a little bit about eight and fifteen. Maybe they make the swap with Carolina. Listen, if Justin Fields falls, I think he ends up in a New England uniform. Now let's pretend you are a Giant fan, and I'm going to give you three names. <laughs> okay. So Sewell. Okay. Waddle. Micah Parsons. We're going Sewell. I think that. I, uh, I agree. I think even you have Andrew Thomas and Solder there. I think. Sewell's easily better than both of them and move Thomas to right tackle. Move Thomas inside maybe even. I mean, the more linemen, the better. Parsons isn't bad at all. He but isn't, but I don't think the Giants are in a position where they could take a chance. Parsons yeah. has some hiccups. Yeah, there's some off-the-field issues that are dragging him down a little here, so it's concern a little bit there. But uh, otherwise, I think it – I mean, if Sewell's there or any real lineman like Slater, I think it's the move. No, I'm. I I kind of agree. I just uh, I just think if if one of those wide receivers, Waddle or Smith, are there, they're going to take them. Take one of them if they're there. See, I, I the Giants. I disagree with you. Do you? Yeah, and not because I think you're wrong. I I think I'm. I would love to leave this draft with Sewell. I think they have enough. I mean, nobody has enough, but I think with Galladay, I think with Shepard, I think with Ingram, they also brought in Kyle Rudolph. Um, I, I, you got to see what Daniel Jones is, and he's got to be protected. So yes. I really don't have an issue with that. Well, I look at I look at what Hill has done for the Chiefs, and uh, I just I yeah, just think a, everybody needs to to try to get one. Yeah, of them. but the Chiefs also have Kelsey, and they have a very yeah, good but, line, but and also, they also have Mahomes. But look what look what CD is going to do for Dallas. He's going to be more in the picture this year, and he's going to he's going to be a downfield threat too. You know, so yes. what I'm saying, I think teams are going, are trying to go that way because 
Yeah, but- I think they are, but they, they went out and paid a decent amount of money for Kenny Galladay. They already have Slayton and Shepard. Yes, that isn't necessarily yeah. your reason to not yeah. take Smith or Waddle if they're there, yeah. but I mean, that offensive line could use help. Oh, no, and, no question. I and I think adding I one of those guys, yeah. I mean, if Slater or Swell's there, you don't yeah. think about it. Yeah. If it's someone else like Vera Tugger and you're choosing between him and Waddle, then you think about it a little yeah. bit. But my mentality on it was they signed James Bradbury last year. They still had a hole at corner. Yes, they had DeAndre Baker and whatever yeah. happened, but they didn't draft a corner. I think if Gettleman's going to go out and pay, break the bank for somebody, he's not going to double dip in the draft. Okay. Well, those are Dylan Price's picks. Do you have anything else you want to add to the draft? Is there a second round, third round? Who's a guy that you didn't name that um, people are going to be talking about as um, a steal, perhaps? A steal. How about any of these running backs at North Carolina? Um, Javante Williams is a hell of a back. Um, I like him a lot. I think he's he's got Nick Chubb style running. Um, Trey Sermon from Ohio State running back wise. He's a good player as well. Kenneth Gainwell from Memphis. He was a 2,000-yard from scrimmage player before he opted out. And then I like um, Deontay Brown, interior offensive lineman from Bama. 364 pounds, monster. Creed Humphrey. How about the wide receiver like in Ohio State? What's it, Olave? Is that how you say it? I don't know if he's coming out this year. But oh, okay. Rondell right. Moore, uh, he's five foot. I want to say 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, Dude's a freak athlete. Whoever grabs him. Kadarius Tony, there's going to be some really damn good players. See, I want the Giants to get an offensive lineman and an edge rusher. What about this Joe Tryon out of Washington? I've seen first-round grades on him. Is that someone that could be available for the Giants in the second round? Um, yes, I think there's definitely the root. I mean, there's a lot of guys who I had first-round grades on, so I could sne- see him sneaking out of the first round. Um, if he's there, I mean, he'd be a very good pick for them. He's not really a – I mean, we're just talking about it. He's more of a defensive lineman type than he is the straight-up edge rusher. And I I think they maybe opt that way, but, I mean, he's such a talented player. You throw him on the line, he's going to make an impact. I mean, another guy is Carlos Basham. He's, he's a proven producer. I thought about him, actually, there at 32, if Oa had went earlier. Um, I'd like that pick as well. I, I actually think I would like that pick a little more than Tryon. How about the Jets at 34? They need a running back, I think. I I think they're going to try to wait for Gainwell. Um, in every Jet Monk I did this year, yeah. I had Gainwell there, yeah. um, maybe even Sermon. I don't know if they'll – I don't think they'd use 34 or even 66 on her back. I think they'd go more 86 or uh, 107. I think that's their fourth rounder. You think them running backs are going to be back that far? Huh? Not, not a uh, Javante Williams type, oh. but I think Kenneth Gainwell or uh, uh, Trey just, Sermon could right. be back there. Right. And I think that uh, I think 34 you go. Um, so if they go offensive line at 23, then you go corner at 34 and grab the best guy. And maybe that's Caleb Farley. I mean, if they walk away with Caleb Farley – either Aziz Ojolari or an offensive lineman at 23 and Zach Wilson, that's a hell of a first three yeah, picks. Yeah, yeah. I agree. How about the kid at Oklahoma State, the running back? Running back Chuba or Chuba, Chuba, yeah. Chuba Hubert. Yeah. Uh, I butchered his name. He was a Heisman hopeful a couple years ago. He, he'd he be a great piece for the Jets, too. He's going to be a good back. Um, well, he, he didn't have the kind of year they thought he was going to have, did they? But I understand he's – No, but, I mean, he's a, he's a proven producer yeah. – um, I don't know how he'll translate to the next yeah. level. Um, a little suspect there just because he wasn't going up against these same top tier defenses. But, um, I mean, any back could hit in the right system at the NFL. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be watching 
and I am going to be checking them off. <laughs> Slater, Sewell <laughs> are the two guys I, I want for the Giants. Those, That's, those are my two guys. They'd be damn good picks. Anything else you want to add on the draft? Anything? Not really. I'd, I'm excited. I mean, it's been – it's probably been, as you said in the start of this, one of the most covered drafts in a long time. And it's exciting, so I'm excited. Gotcha. Um, it's amazing. Tampa, I saw, was the first Super Bowl team to bring back every one of their players. They signed, They re-signed Antonio Brown today. Um, you know, Tampa's got to be the prohibitive favorite, I would think, again. Yeah, I, I would argue they're, they're still – I don't know. Kansas City just went out and got they, they two of the best their, offensive yeah, linemen that were on the market with yeah. Joe Tooney and then Orlando Brown. I'd argue they got upgrades at offensive line from what they had had. They also got Kyle Long out of retirement on that line. So, I mean, I and, still – And they got a fourth player too. I just can't remember. Yeah. They got four guys in it. They improved. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Tampa has that first rounder. If they can make a good pick there, I mean, they could – Add another piece to that rotation, and yeah, and then Julian Edelman will stroll in the door about yeah. mid-season, yeah, week four. He'll come out of retirement. Every draft, and I'm going to go back: Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, um, Sam Darnold, uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm missing someone. Um, uh, the kid from Buffalo. Well, I mentioned him. Oh, anyway, in this year's draft, it's very similar. Two years from now, we're sitting here. Who's the best quarterback? Oof. Um, from this draft? Yeah. From the so the top five group. Um, I just did my quarterback rankings. I'm gonna stick. I think Lawrence is gonna be a luck style player where he's gonna put up really good numbers, but if they don't surround him with the best players, and I don't love the OC hire there. I don't know about Urban as a head coach, so I'm not great with him there the Jets it's I'm nervous so I'm not going to say anything as a Jets fan I mean if Lance ends up in San Francisco and Fields ends up in New England I think you'll be talking about the two of them as the breakaway top two in a couple years Lawrence will be in the conversation and Wilson too but I don't want to jinx Wilson and I don't want to stick my neck out too far for Lawrence when that situation isn't the most ideal I might have to throw a shout out to Keelan Cole the new Jet wide receiver from Jacksonville a graduate of Kentucky Wesleyan College. Thank Is you that very right? much. Yes. Is that right? Zach Wilson, you're content with the Jets taking Zach Wilson? I'm more than content. I've been banging the drum for him since the bowl season. Uh, it's almost – initially it was just this fascination with Wilson where I was really, really hoping that they got him. Now they it's all but a guarantee he's going to be the quarterback. And I've kind of moved to, okay, now what do we do around him? And I'm excited. I think he's got the potential. And I like that they've – matched everything up the right way this time with the GM who's making the decisions, a coach who I still love the Salah hire, and I think adding Wilson into the fold, they're set up the right way, whether or not successful. And we'll I like see. the LaFour hire at the yes, OC. That's, like he's going to be a hell of a mentor actually. for Wilson. I like Wilson. that a lot, actually. Dylan Price can be found wherever podcasts are. It's under the name Ambitious with Dylan Price. His Twitter handle is at DylanPrice27. Yep. And Dylan is also under the Sports 845 going to uh, tweet out before the draft. You'll have it in minutes. The Dylan Price mock draft 7.0. All right. (laughs) We will be back right after this.